I'm freezing. I can't feel my it face. It is so, it's cold. so cold. Burn. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining me as he does every Tuesday. Happy Charlie Tuesday to those who celebrate Auburn message board legend Charlie Five in the house. And uh, we're sitting down to record this right after the news of Brian Batty, the former South Florida running back committing to Auburn. We'll also discuss the former Cincinnati wide receiver who may be the biggest man on the planet. We'll discuss that in a second. Nick Mardner and quarterback. What's going on there? Should we panic yet? Are we okay? We'll discuss all of that. First things first, Charlie five. We were doing, we were kind of going back and forth on the Brian Batty situation. And I went on WNSP. Um, He actually committed while I was doing my segment there with Dave Schultz, who actually hosts locked on Sunbelt. If you're into that, but, He's like, so what are your, what's your reaction to that? I'm like, I don't really get it, Charlie Five. Like, I don't really get the whole, like, why we feel the need for another running back. I talked about that a little bit yesterday on yesterday's show when I kept calling him Brian Battle over and over again. And thanks, so, guys. No one corrected show. me. Nobody thought to correct me on that, but that's okay. That's fine. So Brian Batty, which is a better name because he is a baddie. He's a baddie. I love that. But uh, <laughs> then you start looking at like what the analytics say and like how explosive of a runner he is. And it's like, no, no, this is a guy you want on your roster. It doesn't matter what you have yes, there. So it, yes. it, 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 there's a fit there. I, I didn't even look at I, I saw it. And I ended up seeing those uh, the PFF grades uh, before we got on. But like when we when we were initially talking, I'm like, man, it's a thousand yard back. Like it, that, that was the worst offense in the uh, in the country almost, and he ran for a thousand yards. Ran for 150 yards against uh, Florida. Had over eight yards of carry, I think, in that game. Um, I, I, it's it's one of those things you can't go into a season with only three backs. One of them being has never played college football before. I do love the th- a lot that all of them bring to the table. Austin. Uh, and then Cobb, obviously, if he can, if he signs, uh, he like he should in February. Yeah. Um, you got you got four dudes that all bring something different to the table, and they're all you know, all can be explosive. I mean, what a running back room! What yeah. a running back room! I, I don't know if I buy that they all bring something different. Um, and, and we could talk about that as as the se- as the off season rolls on. But just for just putting this out here, Brian Batty last year. Pro football focus, take it or leave it. But his running grade, when he was running the football. Ball in his hands. 91.6. It's out of 100. And, like, really, when you get into the 80s, it's like, oh, that's a good player. And so, like, 91, I believe that's top 10 in the country. Just for comparison's sake, Damari Austin last year, his run grade was 70.3, which is solid in his role. Jarquez Hunter. 82.7 82.7 future NFL player. And then Tank Bixby was a 90.4. And Tank Bixby is a PFF darling, right? Like, yeah. th- they love him. And so Batty's coming in like the baddie that he is with an even higher running score. And so, like, there's just nothing to not like about this addition. I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, so let's let's talk through the running back hierarchy. 
of all sure. of this. And, and we don't sure. fully know what the Hugh Freeze offense is going to look like at Auburn. We have some guesses, like running the ball is definitely going to be a part of it. Let's say Auburn rushes 30 times in a game. That may be high, maybe low. We'll see. How, well, it depends. But let's just, for the sake of being able to have a conversation as far as market share, projected market share of the stable of backs that Hugh Freeze and Phillip with 1L, Montgomery, the offensive coordinator, he's going to have at their disposal with Jarquez Hunter, Damari Austin, Jeremiah Cobb, and now Brian Batty. Batty. So divide the 30 carries between those four backs on just kind of an any, as far as averages over the season. What are you thinking? 15 to 18 go to, to Jarquez, I would say. And then, you know, probably 10 or so after that get di- di- divided up between, you know, bat- maybe Batty and Austin. Uh, and then, you know, Cobb's going to be your, you know, wild card. Cobb's the wild card. You know, c- starting off, he's probably not going to get a lot of carries unless he just goes crazy uh, in uh, fall camp. But I kind of see something, I don't know, something along those lines. Yeah. Another thing I thought when I – when I was told this news was it was, and we had this conversation, I think it was with you. We were speculating about Dylan Johnson, the former Mississippi state running back who eventually committed to Washington over Auburn about if you add a guy like this, and I think Batty may be better than, than, than him, which is awesome. But do you risk losing Damari Austin through the portal at some point in his career? Are you asking me? I mean, yeah, man. With the way things are today, I could. It, it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, it, it depends on their ro- like what roles. Um, what what roles do you have for them? Um, sure. And can they? Can one of them? You know, carve out a niche over the other. Uh, I think Batty has. I mean, he's got technically two years left. So, so he and uh, Damari are essentially on the same footing. No, Damari's got. He's a, he was a freshman last year, so he's got there's there's one year difference in them. Um, it's two years different. Two years difference in them, yeah. So it's just you could see if he if he were to get ahead ahead of Damari, that could be like that's a long way to long time to wait. Um, how does Hugh Freeze divides up the carry the, the carries uh, a ton? Like if you look at the carries last year between his his Liberty uh, running backs, um, a lot of dudes get touches, so. Can he keep everybody happy? Can it's going to be interesting to see how that that second running back battle uh, that that's that's going to be a battle to watch, I think, uh, in fall camp. Yeah, and we that's talked great. about it a little bit last year, right? Which now, in retrospect, seems a little silly, um, because Jarquez was so freaking good last year. Yeah, I'm looking at this Charlie Five and Batty's first season. Was it 2020? So I actually think he has an extra year if he wants it. Yeah, he's a sophomore. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that what you were saying about him and Damari being on equal footing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, kids who played in that 2020 season, like, there is such an advantage. Huge advantage. It's crazy. Huge advantage. It's crazy. So, yeah, I um, that that's the only downside that I can think of is, like, you may lose Damari Austin when this is all said and done. If I had to have a negative... And and this could be just a function of their offense because their offense was terrible. Like let's just be honest. Like it, it, South Florida's offense was garbage. 
he had like no receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he had five catches, uh, just not not very many receiving yards. That's uh, so scheme, though, man. Like that's it not is. even. It's very. It's very. That's not a skill thing, you know. It's very scheme related, uh, but I think that that's big. And if you look at a lot of uh, Hughes' offenses, is uh, he he throws it a lot, throws it a lot to the back. So uh, he's a small guy, so he's going to be tough to throw to in general. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, how are his hands out of the back out of the backfield? And I feel like that's one of the things that Damari does really good. So he could have a leg up on him there. It's just going to. I mean, God can do it too. Yeah, yeah, great. It's just a great – I mean, that that uh, number two through four back uh, competition is going to be incredible, Incre- and, and all of them can play. There's no chance anybody eats into Jarquez's touches, though, right? Like, th- that's not an option? I think the only thing that eats into Jarquez's catches are just, like, the game flow. Like, how is it going? Sure. Is it, are we having to throw it more? Or I, I don't know, because he's just, he's just unbelievable. He's the best – He's going to be – there's nobody that can touch him out of these three guys. They, they can't hang with him. So, uh, if he's hot, you're going to keep feeding him. Um, and uh, it's just where do the other guys fit in after that? Yeah, so huge addition for the running back room. All right, the, uh, the wide receiver room, massive addition in size. We will talk about this new massive wide receiver coming to Auburn in just a moment, what it means for the offense. We'll see. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. If you are looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, maybe you're going strong in January, a little New Year's resolution action. Built Bar is the first and last option you need to be looking at. It's sweet. It's delicious. You can have a little crunch. You can make it savory. They've got all types of different options, all kinds of different flavors for whatever you want. They have the fruity flavors. They have the chocolate peanut buttery flavors. They've got the coconut stuff. If you're into that, I am not nuts for coconuts, but a lot of people absolutely are. And so Built Bar's got something for everyone. And all their bars are covered 100% fully coated in rich, delicious chocolate, which is delicious and refreshing, if you know what I'm saying. But seriously, check it out. It's all uh, high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar, but very high in deliciousness. And now you can get them out if you're, for some reason, we're afraid to go to built.com. They have them at Walmart and at Sam's Club. And so if you're a member of the club, go check them out. And of course, uh, you can get them at Walmart. So be sure to check our, our friends at Sam's Club and Walmart to help stick to your New Year's resolution. Check out Built Bar. All right, Charlie Five. Auburn adds former Cincinnati wide receiver Nick Martyr. Gardner. And it's like guard, like Gardner, but with an with an M. Martin. With an M. With yeah. an M. That's right. That's right. Um, got his name right. That's good. The uh, I don't know, man. This is like I didn't really feel like it made sense to add a wide receiver unless it was like a clear cut number one. Because I kind of feel like I kind of feel like we've got a bunch of number two and number three wide receivers, and that to me is kind of. What this feels like in his three seasons of action in Cincinnati, I think it was like 1,200 yards, which is fine, three or 400 a year. And so that's kind of where we're at with this guy. What are your thoughts on this addition? No, so he wasn't at, he was at Hawaii first. Oh, okay. He went to Cincinnati and he actually played for uh, Marcus Davis at Hawaii. And then the year before he transferred, he had nearly 1,000 yards at Hawaii. So, uh, he transferred Uh, 913 for five touchdowns and 21. Yep. Yeah. He transferred to, 
transfers to Cincinnati. I don't know much about Cincinnati's offense. I don't think it was as good as it's been this past year. Sure. Um, and they throw the ball to they threw the ball to a lot of different players. Um, a lot of different dudes had you know over a hundred yards receiving on the year. Can can uh, this guy be a number one receiver in this offense? He can be a number one situationally, I think, because we don't have – we don't really have – first of all, he's got top end speed. He's got big-time home run threat speed, and he's 6'6", yeah. six, uh, over 200 pounds. And we don't have that guy. Um, we have bigger guys. We don't have got big guys that can take the top off like this guy can. Uh, so, uh, I think situationally, like, he could be your top red zone – I mean, he could be a top red zone target, or he could be a top – uh, I just want to take a deep shot target. Um, I mean, I don't know that he's just going to be your number one guy rolled out there uh, starting over Camden Brown yeah. uh, or or whatever. But, um, I mean, think about this. Think about this. Think about a red zone package with him, Landon King, Rivaldo, and Camden Brown. Like, and, and put Camden <laughs> Brown in the slot. Put Camden Brown in the slot and put those uh. two guys on the – I mean, you, you – that was one thing we always were we always were concerned about is all our receivers were like six foot or or, or shorter. Yeah, they're all slot guys, right? And, and a lot ton of slot guys, like a, a a roster full of slot guys. And you add a guy on the outside that you needed. You needed an outside guy who could, um, you know, go up and get go up and get balls. I mean, just absolutely tower over uh, your opposing DBs. I mean, I, I like it. Yeah, that. Kind of what you just said, but zoom out for the entire roster. That's my biggest takeaway from the entire portal season so far is like there were there were holes that they identified in the roster. And with the exception of quarterback, and they may not think that there's a big hole in quarterback. We'll discuss that in a second. But they went out and got tackles, right? Yep. They went out and got a, an outside wide receiver. They went yep. out and got a starting caliber linebacker. They yep. went out and got depth along the defensive front. They got a guy that could potentially start an edge. Like, there's just so much about what they've done to like flip this roster where all of a sudden it's like, okay, yeah, a lot of the holes have been patched. There's question marks, Charlie Five. Sure. Like, they've got to go out and prove it. But on paper, you can see everything that they've done so far makes total sense, both with the high school kids coming into this class in 2023 and also with the portal guys coming in for more of now, focusing on winning in 2023. Like both levels with the, the present and the future, all of it makes sense. And I don't know if we've – I can't remember when we've ever really had that. Even with Gus, like we were winning a fair amount, but like we never really had that. I mean, the, the additions – yeah, we didn't ever seem to fill needs. Like, you know what this is called? This is just called roster management. That's what this is. And, and it's doing it like it, it's doing it thoughtfully, doing it with a purpose, like you said. And you're, I mean, you still have a couple of positions left that you want to hit, you know, into one, maybe one interior lineman, yeah, uh, a quarterback. And then, you know, maybe one of your best available guys, maybe it's a, a pass rusher or, or, or what, or another receiver or something sure. like that. But yeah. You, that you go, you you look at where you're where you're weak. I mean, th this is funny. This is this is hilarious. If we take one more interior lineman, okay, yeah, we take one more interior lineman, which I think we will. Um, Baylor you're guy? going you're going to add eight to nine off. I think it's I think it's nine offensive linemen in one off season, okay. And then like the past ten years, you took three or less in every single class, like it, that, which is almost self imposed. Like, how did we block anybody? My dad. My dad said, I don't know how we block anybody. Like, I don't even know how we 
we suit up a, a offensive line roster uh, based off of the self-imposed probation we put ourselves through for so many years. And then in one offseason, you come in and say, okay, look, here's what we got to do. We got to bring in X yeah. amount of, of uh, high school guys, and then we got to fill the big gaping holes with transfers. And we've done, and thus far, uh, we've we've done that. So uh, it's just, I mean, we're we're getting excited over little things. We're getting excited over things that like just the everyday coach does. Like that's just part of what they have to do. And how have we just uh, not had this at Auburn? It's amazing. how have we not had no it? Idea. We haven't had have it in no a decade. Idea. And like I don't even know if we had it before that. Like. Did Chiswick do that? Like, I don't think so. No, before, and then before Chiswick, we were taking defensive linemen and turning them into offensive linemen. Like, it's yeah. just, just, I'm, it's, it's just, it's, it's crazy to see uh, a, a, a whole staff come together. And then, I mean, man, how, how excited, or, I mean, you're getting to see a lot of these young guys early uh, go, go out and win battles in the portal. Like, Thornton, holy cow. Like, yeah. what do we, what do we, what have we found? In, in him like un, it's 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 unbelievable and then you got marcus davis who marcus goes davis's and, first win at auburn first big yeah. win uh-huh. uh i don't i don't know man it's uh it's exciting and the roster sort of coming together you just got a couple more pieces and uh still got time for those i love it when caddy gets one of his guys and he tweets out we got action <laughs> yeah i like that like i just want to turn those tweets into a liquid and just pour it on what's me. your you know favorite what I mean? What's your favorite coach's bat signal so far? Other than Yahtzee. I mean, Yahtzee's incredible. Oh, yeah. Like, Yahtzee is like, I love so Boom. Many levels. I loved Boom under Gus. Like, I thought that was great. That was probably my favorite thing about stuff. Gus, other than the Waffle House shtick that he did for a few seasons there. But we got actions pretty great. I like that one. We got actions pretty great. And then Trevon Reed just saying, like, you know, it's, or just putting eyeballs out. Yeah, and then everybody's like, Trevon, are we done? And he's like, we ain't done yet. Like that's that's pretty fun. <laughs> he's part of. It's become a game with him. Uh, I, I hell, so I think the eye number of eyes could possibly be the commits. I I, I got to go back. We got to go back and like check it. I think like, it was it, because we like, got three. Uh, we got three guys on Sunday, so that makes yeah, sense. So sometimes you got to look and you got to count them up, and you, that way you can figure out what's going on. So I do wish uh, it was a little like. With Gus, it was all like boom, and however many exclamation marks there were, it was like that. How many people have signed or whatever? Yeah, uh, it's a little all over the place. It's, it's all little, over the place. It's like totally. a shotgun, but like <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of a lot sometimes. But that's you, have sneaky, have. you have the sneaky. You had the sneaky. Is it Aldridge, the linebacker coach? You had the sneaky Aldridge tweet like late at night, and then Demario Tolan. Uh, he gets announced like the very next morning yeah. from the Auburn account, which I think is which which I think was was hilarious. Not that there was no like Demario didn't put it out, and nobody. It was the Auburn University account that said boom sign. We're like whoa, that came out of nowhere. What do so, you think that discussion's like? Do you think that's just like Demario's like I don't care. Go ahead, that's fine. I Whatever. think that's what it is. I don't think he care. Uh, I, I, not appeal to him. He was he's yeah. ready to go. It's all business. He's a ch- all business. He's a huge. He is a huge kid. He and Cam Riley next to each other has all the upside on the planet. Unbelievable upside. So I wish he um, played more last year. That's my only. That's my only wish. With but him. like you said in your show yesterday, yeah, uh, his best game that well, he had yeah. was Bam- was Alabama, and, and it's encouraging. I mean, and they won that game. So did Bama lose? Did Bama lose to LSU? They did. They did. Uh, and Thanks. I'm going to say it was all Demario Tolan. 
It was what else would it be? He won the game. He won that. It's 20 snaps. What else would it be? Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. Come on. Of course. That is so. They were very impactful snaps. Incredibly (laughs) impactful. Let's talk quarterback in just a moment. Should we be panicking? That's next right here on Locked on Auburn. Want to tell you about our um, our Locked on Auburn Discord. If you have not joined it, you need to. It's a ton of fun, especially as we're getting all of these. It's a lot of freeze emojis, so be sure to check that out. It's free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast. Charlie Five. There, were, there was all this talk about you know, Grayson McCall. That didn't work for one reason or the other. He's not even in the portal anymore, I don't believe. Uh, then Spencer Sanders was the next one. He was supposedly supposed to visit this past weekend. Uh, nobody really thinks he did. Looks like he was in Oxford. That's what the rumors are anyway. Yeah. Um, there's not like this obvious path of, okay, we're going after this guy right now. What right. do you think that means? Charlie five. Okay. So, all right. So let's just, let's just look at this on the surface. Okay. Look at, Please. look at everything. Yes. All right. There seems to have been a plan. We freaked out, freaked out, freaked out. And then all of a sudden we're starting to get commits. At all these positions in need. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of feels like there. I mean, it feels like to me, you got you still have a week left. You know, they got. I assume everybody that's going to be the sprint, like early enrollees, is going to be in by this weekend and start class on Monday. Okay, right. so you got a little bit of time. Uh, I assume. I, I don't really think they're going to wait until spring, uh, until after spring, because that doesn't seem like you're going to find like a real clear cut starter. That's more of like let's just get somebody for competition wise. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like there's a plan. There's something they know that we don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the feeling that I get. There's something out there. There's someone out there that either, um, you know, they're watching that, uh, you know, that's may pop in the portal and, and, you know, be ready to go take a visit and then come. I, I don't know. I'm just, there seems like there's a plan. There seems like there's, there's too many pieces that are being added that I feel like would want to know who the quarterback is going to be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, they're, they're, I feel like a receiver. You know, maybe he's maybe Nick is is totally cool with Robbie being the guy, and that may be the that may be the case for all of it. Sure. I do know they love Robbie. the The fr- freeze and those guys they love Robbie. I'm not sure that they're a, they're totally on like thinking he's ready to go right now. Like they may want to work with him and and have like a stopgap or whatever. But, um. Yeah, I'm just not. I don't. I don't know. I'm not freaking out. I'm not really. I'm not really that worried about it. I, it, I trust Freeze with quarterbacks, and and, and with, the, with the way he's added to the roster thus far, I don't know. I just feel like there's there's something that there's something they know that we don't know. There's if we went that, into 2023 with this roster, we didn't add anybody else. Yeah. It, are the tools around Robbie enough to the point where he could be a top half QB in the SEC? With with everything with Hugh Freeze leading the way, I mean, I would top half. Uh, I would think you would need. Maybe, I think that's all you need. Yeah, I think it's yeah. all you need is for him you to be a top, top half, half guy. Yeah, be just be a top half guy, and you're going to have a lot of success in 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 that offense. Maybe one if you got me one more interior guy, because uh, uh, I think one more interior guy, especially at guard. Uh, that I think those four, four dudes, when you, when you're talking about Jeremiah Wright, the two the two transfer tackles, I mean, you even got a Xavier Miller that could play somewhere. You know, he could maybe yeah. kick inside, whatever. Um, that gives you a lot of options that that give Robbie breathing room. 
Like not the have to like, not only do I have to be thrown in the fire as a freshman, but I have to be thrown in the fire and I have nobody to block for him. Like, so, so I have to make crazy decisions super fast. And just like no passing patterns that make sense whatsoever. No. And they, and they take forever to develop. Like you're going to be getting the ball out fast in this offense uh, and you're going to be spread and you're going to be running. Uh, I I think Robbie could do, I I really do think he could do really well. And I think I'm telling you, Hugh loves Robbie. So just go ahead and I mean he he does. He loves so Robbie. We know Robbie was the only player at his introductory press conference. He was the only player invited. Really? I did not that's know what that. I, that's what I was told. So I, I was did told, not know well, that. I was told that over the weekend. I thought that was interesting. I just thought he was kind of being ballsy and just showing up. He's like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna be a leader, because that's kind of who yeah. Robbie is. Yeah. Um but yeah, he was the only one invited. And and I'm t- I'm I've should we read into that too much? I don't know. I have no clue. Uh, you may I, have I just been like, no, we need to start a quarterback from last year there. And like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm just, I know they like him. I know they like him a, a ton. And um, I think they're comfortable with him as the future. Maybe not necessarily the future next year. Uh, and, but like I said, I, I, I believe there's, there's some sort of plan. And yeah. I'm, I, I'm no longer worried. I'm no longer worried about how they're going to fill this roster out and get it to its as competitive as it could possibly be in 2023. That's what I was so mad about Harson with was in the offseason between 21 and 22. We did nothing to fix to fix holes. And you could see and you could and those holes could have been fixed way before all the drama in February. So you sure. bring in Hugh, who, you know. You could say, I mean, some people could say he's a controversial, and 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 he worked his tail off, and he and he's overcome that and filled with not just like everyday dudes, like top level guys. Yeah, like just added a thousand yard rusher. Yeah, to, to Gun- the, I, mean, I, I mean, I've said this before: the addition of Gunner Britton is going to change this football team completely. As far completely. as winning in twenty twenty three, the addition of Gunner what, Britton. Did you see what Jason Caldwell said about? Yeah, Gunner Britton? yeah. You want to share that real quick? Yeah, that he, last year he had a abscess tooth or something like that and couldn't eat solid food and lost like what 20 or 30 pounds before the season yeah. and then ha- and then had to play uh underweight basically for the whole year and graded out what what you say it was over 70 it was uh, it graded out really high for a lineman and then uh so now he's going to come in he's going to be like fully like where he where he wants to be physically I mean I, I don't know, dude. You're you're just adding super quality guys. Um, <laughs> I, I love it. I, I'm absolutely. I'm yeah, it. it's so fun, and he'll so get cold. that weight back. Um, because all those offensive linemen have the deal at uh, Baumhauer's. Just oh yeah, go go get a bunch of gooey fries, Gunner. Every uh, they'll every pack it chance on. You can get you can pack it on there. You'll be all right. You'll be <laughs> trust all right. me. Yeah, you'll be okay. Charlie Five. How other than um. Other than grabbing a jacket because it's cold outside, uh, how uh, how how can they give you some love? Absolutely. So uh, follow me on Twitter, the uh, the underscore Charlie underscore five, yeah. uh, in the Locked On Auburn Discord every single day, uh, AuburnLive.com, the corner message board, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Yeah, you portal. can find out. What's that? Sorry, I was just gonna say we're not done in the portal, so just hang in there. It's yeah, let's go, let's go. And if something happens late Monday night, we'll touch on it soon. We got to watch the national championship game, but. Thank you so much, Charlie Five. You can find all my written work at auburndaily.com. And we'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn.